स्पाइस रेडियो और रेडियो रंजन सुन रहे हैं अब गपशप का प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ियों में बाद दोपहर के दो बजकर सात मिनट हुआ चाहते हैं आपसे लेके तीन बजे तक आपका और हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में जिसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गपशप रखा है क्योंकि इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नजरों में अटकेंगी क्या घटकेंगी और, और दिल में समा जाएंगी <laughs> समाएंगी उन सबको लेकर हाजिर है हम ये बताते हुए कि बाहर का मौसम खुशनुमा है पीली पीली धूप निकली हुई है आई नो कैन यू इमेजिन इन अक्टूबर वी आर इन अक्टूबर एंड नो रेन दिस इज गेटिंग वेटिंग फॉर द रेन टू हैपन और बरसात नहीं होती तो मुझे यूँ लगता है कि जैसे हम नहाए नहीं राइट अनिता डालाकोटी आज हमारे साथ हैं और तीन बजे तक रहेंगी अनिता यू नो वी टॉक वी टॉक अबाउट लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स दैट यू आर एन एक्सपर्ट इन यू आर एन एक्सपर्ट इन लाइफ इंश्योरेंस दैट्स हाउ आई गॉट टू नो यू लाइफ इंश्योरेंस सन लाइफ के साथ सनानोमस विद सन लाइफ इंश्योरेंस एंड देन आई आई स्टार्टेड फाइंडिंग आउट कि अगर मैं हम बिजनेस में हैं तो हाउ शुड वी हैव अ फाइनेंशियल एडवाइज़र जो आप आपको बताए कि आपने कितने पैसे कमाए हैं कितने नहीं कमाए क्या करना चाहिए मरने से पहले या या मरने के दौरान या उससे पहले या उसके बाद सो सो फाइनेंशियल एडवाइज़र आपको ये बताता है कि आप कैसे अपने मीन्स में रहें फिर भी पैसा आप जमा करें फिर भी समृद्ध रहें वगैरह 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 राइट ये मैंने आपसे सीखा है सो आई ऑलवेज थिंक कि आई विश आई विश वन आई हैड जस्ट फर्स्ट कम हेयर दैट आई हैड मेट समबडी लाइक यू यू नो तो जितने भी लोग यहाँ पे हैं जितने भी लोग जितने भी लोग यहाँ नए स्टूडेंट्स आए हैं बच्चे आए हैं पढ़ने के लिए एंड दे आर लिसनिंग टू आर प्रोग्राम उनके लिए आई थिंक दिस विल बी अ वेरी useful question to ask and if you are listening to us and you are uh, near a phone and if you want to call do call us and ask uh, anita all sorts of questions i feel if 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 you were there when i was started to earn what sort of advice would you have given to me because you met me when i became a business woman yes yes no you see shishma what happens is this is a story of every immigrant uh, even i went through this is when you come here you are i of course came as an immigrant a pr right. i didn't have to do what the kids these days have to do yeah. now because the immigration has opened up and students are coming in right. the easiest way for them to do is to come in yeah. study here and then they're given a work permit uh, until they get a job like That's if you right. get a one year thing and they have to get a job and then they can apply for their pr and stuff like that right, right? now what happens is these kids come here or even adults their families come here and their first thing is just getting to know. everything is so different from from a government perspective from from how you manage in india most of us are cash uh people right? right you never bought now of course things have changed in india too you never bought a house until you had the money to buy a house as That's you rented right, right? Yes. it was like paise lo aur ghar lo right now they've started mortgages and stuff like that right but what people don't understand here in canada is everything is different even the role of life insurance is different here so you know i see youngsters their first thing is let me get my immigration done let me get my knock code or this code or that code and let me get a job accordingly so they go to school either they go to a university and they have a target so there are two, two categories of students too right right one who are here who want to actually be academically educated the others right. who are here who want to immigrate that's right right 
So they come in, they go to the smaller colleges and they learn something, but they don't necessarily have the direction or can get a job in that particular field. I mean, exactly. I couldn't get a job in my field when yeah. I came, right? Yeah. And I was highly educated. Right. So the issue is that they're basically, the first few years, they're just struggling with keeping their job, getting their work permit, getting somebody to sponsor them. You're right. Right? So you've done that. I've done that. Um, and people don't really think next. But what they need to think is when they come here, what are the things they should take care of? Right, you get MSP immediately. Yeah. After three months, so then you know you have a job. The moment you start earning, most of these people are trying to pay back the money that they borrowed or their parents borrowed to come to this country. So they are pretty tight. Yes. But given that situation, most of these people are also very young. Yes. I really want to encourage all of them to buy one life insurance policy, which a term life insurance policy for 20 years or 30 years or you know longer the better because eventually they will end up being gainfully employed they will be wanting if you know if they do have collect enough money to put a down payment because for first time buyers you don't have to put that much of a down payment except now in british columbia just buying a house is an, it's so expensive it's, a, it's, a it's unaffordable yeah right so but under those circumstances why am i buying life insurance i'm so young nothing is happening Ooh. but you're buying it to protect you know, you, to protect your family who you're leaving behind. I know a lot of young men who are here, women as well, who have borrowed money. And, um, you know, what if something happens? The main reason I think buying a term life insurance right now in Canada for new immigrants is important, you know, I, I actually hardly ever sell term except for mortgages, is that it buys them insurability. Is it true that if you have a term insurance, say, for example, a young person who has just started to work and buys a term insurance probably costs them twenty dollars. Yes, month. exactly. That's right? the whole thing. For yeah. it's like twenty, twenty between twenty and thirty, yeah. you can get, you can get a two hundred fifty thousand, you can get a five hundred thousand, you can get a million dollars of insurance. Right, right. And it's only twenty five bucks. You these kids who are working so hard, who are who are studying, they have that twenty five dollars to 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 buy a to buy a, to buy a you, life insurance. Can you then convert that term insurance into a life insurance? Absolutely. Oh, wow. So, so the, the best thing about this is that when you buy uh, insurance, they look at your health mm. and they look at your age and that's mm. how they determine the premiums. But so, for example, when you're buying a 10-year uh, life insurance, right, even, even though the amount is the same, 1 million, they calculate it only what happens if something happens to you in the next 10 years. The cost of insurance is calculated for 10 years only. Okay. So it comes up very cheap. But then after 10 years, there's a big jump. Mm. And then every 10 years, there's a jump if it's a term life insurance. Right. But if you're buying a life insurance, I would say minimum 20 years, you're like in your 20s, it would be like, you know, literally 20 bucks a month. Right. Uh, and uh, you just keep paying this money in. And at mm. some point, when you are well settled, you can convert it into a proper, uh, even a portion of it into a proper uh, whole life insurance. Okay. But this gives you the security. If something did happen to you, hmm. you have money going to your family, and you can name your beneficiaries as your family back in India, your parents, your brothers, and your sisters. So, you know, from that perspective, I think uh, students and young people who are here, because they're here, I think, most often to, to, you know, fulfill the wishes of their parents and to see a better life 
and yeah. eventually bring their parents here too. That's right? true. That's true. So these things, even for immigration purposes, I've had some people who came to me, oh, my immigration consultant says I need to have a term life insurance. I just need it for a couple of months. Mm. I'm like, I'm not selling it. Mm. <laughs> right? Because they're not understanding why you need it. W what is the reason? You need, especially if you're interacting with uh, insurance, you need to think of it long term. Right? It's not a gimmick. Yeah, no, no, don't don't use it as a gimmick, but but do it. Do it. It's very important yeah. to do it because you need to understand it. So I think uh, people need to be educated. Oh no, nothing is going. To, we know nothing is going to happen to you, yeah. right? Most likely, and that's that's why it's only costing twenty dollars. That's because right. Because the insurance company also knows that nothing is going to happen to you. Right. 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 That's why it's twenty dollars. Yes. For say, five hundred thousand dollars of insurance for a young person. Right. But if something did, yeah. the insurance company has to pay that 500. That's right. But because they base it on a large scale of people buying and they know exactly if 100 people buy, how many people will actually die of that age. Mm. They don't know who, of course, mm. but they've got enough actuarial data to tell you what it is going to be, how many people. And so that's how they build their prices. So for a young person who's just come to this country as a student and has gotten their 20 hours of work, work. Um, and are making enough money to just pay eat. for their fees probably and eat. Yeah, and eat. Would you, I think they can still. It's was very hard to say, you yeah. know, we are not in that position. If no. I put myself in those shoes, those people have to think themselves yes. that do I ever spend 20 bucks just like that yeah. on a whim? Yeah. And if you do, it's better there are some people who genuinely don't have any money. They're no. very hardworking kids. That's right. And they're barely just trying to, you know, because they don't want to put a bigger burden on their family. No. and that's, So they don't want to ask for yeah. more money. No. Right? So it's understandable. But understanding these things will allow them to basically, like, for example, a lot of the kids uh, need a car mm. to do any work. Yeah. Right? Because you can't be running around in a bus. Well, some do. You have to, but it depends what kind of work. Like now the right. kids are doing skip the dishes or yes. DoorDash, the different forms of employment now, which were not available before. Hmm. So they need a car. So they have to find the money to buy the car. And then they have to insure the car. And they most often have their own country's driver's license, which means the insurance is going to be higher. Hmm. Right? Uh, so until they get the Canadian driver's license, which you've got to be a PR, which you're not, you're on a so it's it's like a vicious cycle <laughs> because everything costs more. But kids know about it. But it's important for them now to know what are the steps that they should take. And I think it's their judgment mm. to decide when they're going to take those steps. Should we take a short commercial break and come back and and you sort of look at a young person's life here and sort of sort it out for them? Right. I would like to see. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do that. Let's let's do that very quickly and we'll be right back. If you want to talk to uh, Anita, 604-280-1200, our telephone numbers. Spice Radio, Radio Room, Jim Sundri, you have a program and today is Mangalwar's day. It's October, it's the 11th of October. Turkey and now you are relaxed and listening to the program. Yes, I hope so. Yes. So you know the best way to look at 
a young person right now yes is to look at their tax returns tax returns right acha they need to understand their tax returns okay because what people do is how many taxes file kar diye hmm. and the accountants don't have time really to explain everything to you how taxes file hoge aapko itne taxes dene padenge ya aapko itna refund mil raha hai and that is enough for everybody theek most people but i think it's important to understand that so for example you take a person who's making about 45 50000 a year hmm. right uh and they basically from their employer the tax is deducted the cpp is deducted the ei is deducted right right so the ei and cpp will come in use the ei will come in use in case you get unemployed right right you get terminated by your employer mm mm-hmm. then you can apply for ei Right. So the EI that you paid into it yes. and your employer paid into it, right. they'll start paying you back. They've That's got a right. formula how yeah. much based on how much you earn. Yeah. And so it's it's a formula. Whatever you get in EI, you don't, you know, you it will be basically not the full salary. Yes. But it is I think you get 2/3 of whatever two-thirds. you get. Yeah. Only less than 2/3. Right. <laughs> Because they have a cap on things. Right. Right. So if you're a high income earner, it hits you harder. Mm-hmm. If you're a low income earner, you you're slightly better off. right so um so people need to look at their basically their line which says um you know the 43700 line which says the total income tax deducted okay so in your notice of assessment uh-huh. there's the income that you've made the total income then there are various deductions uh, and then it come there's a deduction and then net income right and um what happens is that people don't understand how to reduce the taxes that they're paying because they take it as ye to karna hi hai tax to dena hi hai but the government has given us a means to prepare for retirement and to save paying the taxes today right that is the rrsp hmm. the registered retirement savings plan so if you are earning you, you if you're in the 45000 uh, earn, earning capacity you would be paying about 12 13% in taxes mm-hmm. right aapke 6000 taxes mein lag jayenge to is 6000 ko kaise bachate hain to usko bhi bacha sakte hain usko bacha sakte hain as long as you have rrsp room okay right to ek to room tabhi banti hai jab aap taxes file karte ho aur aap declare karte ho ki kitna room hai aapke paas right so mostly people can can see what in the notice of assessment they have this place where it tells you what your rrsp room for that following year is right so for example i looked at um a young person's tax returns they've got a room for $23000 of rrsp $23000 that means they've been working here uh-huh. and they've been paying taxes right so you can imagine if you look at it ki um ye 4 saal ho gaye inko kaam karte hue 23000 dollar tak ke dal sakte the 24 dal sakte ho rrsp mein right to अब तेईस चौबीस डाल सकते हो लेकिन है कहाँ से निकालें तो तेईस चौबीस हजार राइट क्योंकि बेसिकली पीपल आर जस्ट यूजिंग एवरीथिंग दे हैव बिकॉज इट्स जस्ट यू नो इधर सेंडिंग इट होम दे गेटिंग यू नो वट एवर देर नीड्स आर राइट सो वन थिंग इज हाउ डू आई जनरेट द कैश फ्लो टू सेव समथिंग फॉर आर एस पी क्योंकि डिडक्शन तो हो रही हैं तो इस डिडक्शन को कम कैसे करें राइट सो फर्स्ट थिंग यू कुड डू इज देर इज अ फॉर्म यू फिल आउट इट्स अ गवर्नमेंट फॉर्म and you open an rrsp account with uh, an institution and you commit to putting a certain amount of money how much is the minimum amount that you should commit to put in there but that is hard to say depending on each person's ah, individual okay. choice okay. but in order to take 
in order to have your employer take less tax out of your paycheck so that you have more money in your hands to contribute to your RRSP, you need to fill out the form. And then the government says, okay, if you are putting, uh, if you're going to put this much in RRSP, then we know how much your taxes are going to be. Because Can I interrupt you for a second? Yes, yes, yes. Say, for example, a young person who is listening to the program and says, Ki main, मैंने पचास डॉलर टीएफएसए अकाउंट में डालने शुरू कर दिए हैं अब मेरे पास पचास और पड़े हैं पचास मैं टी आरएसपी अकाउंट में डालना चाहती हूँ सो टोटल चाहता हूँ चाहती हूँ टोटल हंड्रेड डॉलर्स हो गए हाँ जी फिफ्टी डॉलर्स डाल दिए टीएफएसए अकाउंट में जो कि आफ्टर टैक्सेस के पैसे हैं एंड फिफ्टी डॉलर्स डाल दिए मैंने जो बिफोर टैक्सेज में है तो वो हर महीने के जो पचास डॉलर हैं तो बारह महीने के दे विल वर्क आउट टू बी अबाउट छह सौ डॉलर राइट नहीं छह सौ बनेंगे हर महीने के बारह सौ बनेंगे बट छह सौ छह सौ ओके सो सो कैन यू ऑन दैट कैन यू फिगर आउट कि उनको कितना टैक्स वापस आएगा दैट्स वेरी लिटिल मनी यस बट अगेन इट्स 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 यू नो यू नीड टू स्टार्ट डूइंग समथिंग So, कहने का मतलब ये है कि कहीं ना कहीं से शुरू जरूर कर दें आप शुरू करना और और हाउ डू यू गेट कैश फ्लो इनटू योर हैंड्स राइट राइट जैसे आपके एम्प्लॉयर पैसे निकाल ही रहे हैं सो आई एम गिविंग यू सॉल्यूशन पचास ही निकाल सकते हो ठीक है उतना ही डाल दो यार एटलीस्ट आदत तो पड़ जाएगी यू बी पेंग लेस टैक्सेज ऑन दैट राइट कम बचेंगे लेकिन हरेक की हैसियत देख के करो ना सो सम पीपल हैव द कैपेसिटी यू नो इफ इफ एवरी वन फॉलोज द रूल की मेरे को इट यूज टू बी टेन परसेंट इट्स नो लॉन्गर वैलिड फिफ्टीन परसेंट यू नीड टू पुट अ साइड ऑफ योर सैलरी कि मानो आपको मिला ही नहीं है राइट सो इफ यू मेकिंग इफ यू मेकिंग फिफ्टी थाउजेंड ईजी टू कैलकुलेट राइट सो सो यू शुड बी पुटिंग सेवन थाउजेंड फाइव हंड्रेड अ साइड सेवन थाउजेंड फाइव हंड्रेड इज मोर देन मोर देन फाइव हंड्रेड डॉलर्स अ मंथ यू शुड बी पुटिंग अ साइड राइट ना uh so if you are able to do that right at least if you are able to think that okay i can't it's $625 a month you say i can't i, I don't have cash flow to put say anything okay we can get you some cash flow by filling up this t1213 form it is t1213 yeah it is a request to reduce tax deduction at source which is from the employer so you fill that up you send it back to cra you give a copy to your employer right then cra takes its own sweet time and it comes back and says okay that uh, they can you know because the level of deductions are also determined if nobody fills out a form uh, you know when you get a new job they make you fill up a td1 form yes everybody just put 00000 ah. and so then the max tax that is to be deducted is deducted acha because our taxation system is based on honor honor system hai ah. so if you are an employee they want to take the taxes what what if you don't decide to uh, file your taxes right right so first thing i encourage everybody i know a lot of people who do not file their taxes file your taxes because then you get eligible for other benefits when you file your taxes mm. if your income is low you get eligible for certain other benefits medical benefits this benefit that benefit so it's very important to file your taxes and it's important to understand how do i generate cash flow mm. so one of the ways today is just one way is to fill up this form but you have to commit because the government won't reduce the government can see when a registered account is opened and Uh, oh yeah because they can see paise aa rahe hain ha so then they know that you're actually doing it like again i said these are not gimmicks but these are things that you should start thinking so if you can only afford 200 dollars a month or 300 so you can't afford so right now with the deductions as they are you can afford 100 you say okay i'm going to put another 300 hopefully they will reduce my my i'll get 
at least I'll get another hundred from the company because they're taking less taxes from me. So then end, end up putting 200, right? So now you're saving on your taxes because what happens is if you're making 50,000 and you end up putting 200 in your RRSP a month, that's 2,400. You're now making 47,600. Mm. Taxes also are slightly lower. You're paying mm. less taxes. Mm. Ideal is you put out whatever you can Plus, you take this form, fill it up, and say, this is what I can do. How much will it reduce? Ah. So you get cash flow in your hands. Right. You, you, you get what I'm saying, right? Yes, I do. So Because it's, it's very hard for people to say, yeah, you don't know my life. You don't know what I'm doing. In other words, you are saying that you have RRSP, Hanji. So what I'm saying really, is, if you're paying, yeah, so what? No, what because I'm saying people, is this. You know, there was a time that I was borrowing twenty-five hundred dollars from my bank to put into my RRSP, and then mm, that doesn't really make a lot of sense unless it's going to be to start off. It's a good way to start off, right? But because you know, when you're borrowing money, there's an interest yeah, attached to it. True. But that's this, I, I'm talking about many moons ago. Yeah. Uh, it, it does. I mean, people do that. They yeah. borrow it and then they return it. They've got a cycle going. Yes. Right? So they do it every year. So the taxes are reduced. Yes. And you still make money. That's You're right. still better off. Exactly. Based on your tax bracket, right. you could still be better off because okay. you can borrow and maximize. Now, instead of doing 100, 200, yeah. you're basically borrowing and then you have to pay it off within the year. Right. Right? And then, so that next year, you're eligible for another exactly. round of it. But if you can do that, remember what you're actually doing. Yeah. You're actually paying interest it's a good way to start off yeah right otherwise you're actually reducing because when you borrow the money for even a one-year period uh, and the interest rate is five percent but you don't have cash flow it makes sense yeah. do it you'll still reduce more because the interest rate is going to be now i don't know what it's going to be but previously for the last 10 years it was very low right you'd be paying 2.5 three percent and instead of, yeah. instead of the tax rate is higher, mm. right? Tax rate is 18%. Yes. Minimum, right. right? Or whatever bracket you fall into, right. the minimum, but it grades down to say 10%, mm -hmm. right? So you basically need to make sure that even though it's complicated, people just say, oh yeah, it's too much work, I'm not going to do it. At least understand that this is how a good way to start. Borrow it from your bank or anybody who's willing to lend and then make a plan to give it back. But if you don't have a plan to give it back, then it's a disaster. Yes, you're right. right. Because you're leveraging money. Well, I I always returned it, so my no, no, no. system Everybody was has going to return on pretty it. nicely. Yeah, and and you know, once you get into that groove, you are you know that itne aare, itne jare, itne aare, itne jare. Anita, let's take a very short commercial break. Give our telephone numbers out and get people to call in if they have any questions. 604 280 1200 604 299 8863. My telephone number is. You have to tell me what you have to tell me. Spice Radio, Radio Room, Jim this is... 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 This
जो हम डाल रहे हैं उनको हम किस हालत में निकाल सकते हैं एक्चुअली आर आर एस पी आप कोई भी हालत में निकाल सकते हो इज इट लाइक टी एफ एस से सो द थिंग इज आर आर एस पी गिव यू टैक्स ब्रेक हाँ एट द टाइम ऑफ फाइलिंग टैक्सेस ठीक है लेकिन निकालने की मोस्ट पीपल थिंक दैट यू कैन नॉट टेक योर आर आर एस पी आउट अरे यार मेरे को मेरे को हॉलीडे पे जाना है मेरे पास पैसे नहीं है आई कैन टेक माई आर एस पी आउट ऑल दैट मीन्स की कम एज इनकम दैट ईयर तो अगर आपके पास कैश तो नहीं है आप पैसे निकाल लो आपको टैक्स देने पड़ेंगे उस पर लेकिन अगर आप साल फेबररी से पहले ऑफ दैट ईयर आप उतना ही वापस जमा कर दोगे तो आपने ले लिया तो लॉक्ड हो गया इट्स नॉट इट्स नॉट देर आर लॉक्ड इन प्लान मोस्टली क्रिएटेड बाई एम्प्लॉयर्स हुटेड टू द प्लान सो दे डोंट वॉन्ट यू टू हैव दैट मनी वैन यू लीव द कंपनी दे डोंट माइंड यू हैविंग द मनी वैन यू रिटायर राइट राइट क्योंकि उन्होंने फ्री फंड का पैसा भी दिया है बट फॉर योर ओन पर्सनल आर आर एस पी यू नो हमने पीपल यूटिलाइज द आर आर एस पीज ड्यूरिंग द कोविड अलॉट ऑफ दम रियली येस दोज हुड यू नो दे हैड दिस थिंग अबाउट सब्सिडीज फॉर टू थाउजेंड बट इज मिस यूज अलॉट एंड पीपल who were making more than that right needed more money to just survive even if you were getting the 2000 so basically they withdrew their rsps and they didn't pay as much as what they had saved when they contributed to the rsp mm-hmm. the worst case scenario is you're saving 15% mm. at the time of doing the rsp ha huh. and you're paying 15% at the time of taking it out ah i see so, because you were not smart enough to Look no, at the, because people feel that they cannot, they, you know, RSP to retirement may milega pesa. No, you can take it out any time. Just remember that whatever tax you didn't pay on it, you'll have to pay when you take it out. Okay. So there's somebody on the line. Okay. Uh, line four, go ahead. Hi, Shushma ji. Hi, Anita ji. Hi. Uh, so I have a question. के हम अपनी tax जो return है उसपे हमेशा देखते हैं RSP room. हाँ जी. तो वो कभी समझ नहीं आया कि actually में वो है क्या? Okay. सो so, जो हम कह रहे थे ना अभी अभी वो टॉकिंग अबाउट कि जब uh, आप कमाते हो पैसा द गवर्नमेंट सेज कि 18 परसेंट अप टू अ सर्टन मैक्सिमम 29,000 नाइन ऐसे होता है यू कैन कंट्रीब्यूट टुवर्ड्स योर रिटायरमेंट प्लान एंड रिड्यूस योर इनकम सो से यू अर्न 60,000 डॉलर्स राइट एंड एंड द आर रूम यू नेवर कॉन्ट्रीब्यूटेड टू आर Mm-hmm. so one needs to open the notice of assessment and then it says how much you uh, rsp room you earned in the last year and how much is available in the future your total rsp room so if it oh. says your total rsp room is 24000 mm-hmm. that means you can contribute up to 24000 in your next uh, uh, before your next taxes are returned and you can get a deduction so manlo you are uh, you, you know you you have the money Okay mm-hmm. you got a you got a gift somebody gave you $24000 and you have the money and mm-hmm. you now you you're earning 60000 you put in 24 you'll hardly pay any taxes because your 60000 will be reduced by 24000 so that is 36000 earned income mm-hmm. actually apni kamai kitne ki ki 60 60000 lekin wo taxes sirf 36000 mein lenge to taxes automatically aap kam doge So, say for example, uh, it's a very good question by the caller. Very good. कि अगर आपके room twenty four thousand है, तो आप twenty four thousand पूरा डालने के बदले, can you sort of do it in two different uh, uh, 
can you do it in two different years you can do it in as many years you don't have to put in 24000 jitni haisiyat hai utni karo you can put in 5000 so the next year again you will earn rsp room it gets cumulative accumulated acha so each year when you get your notice of assessment you will know how much rsp room you have there are some government employees who gather all of this because mm. they also have a pension plan mm. and when they retire they have a plan where you know they 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 take out uh, some of their money and they it can be only contributed they won't be taxed on it it'll go directly into the rrsp if you have rrsp room acha acha i've acha. had a client who saved about $60000 so when she retired and they gave her this money which is wholly taxable right as a she put it into the rrsp and she didn't have to pay a single dollar single tax. dollar on it okay but generally for young people yeah so for the caller basically mm-hmm. you can take the 24000 you can put the whole thing to your next tax return or you can say theek hai i'm going to put 5000 mere paas 5000 hai aapka tax 60000 income hai aapki 5000 aap daloge isme to they will they will only tax you on 55000 right and wo 5000 hum matlab ek saal mein pura dal sakte hain matlab ek hi baar mein nahi dalne ki zarurat nahi nahi aap yeah you can do it every monthly you can do it it's better to do it monthly especially and in the in the key thing here is ki aap kahan pe dal rahe ho paise so based on your risk profile you can use mutual funds you can use fixed deposits abhi to fixed deposits mein bhi bahut paise mil rahe hain right mm. so uh, you can you, you so that the money is growing right yes. and even when it's growing inside the rrsp agar aap matlab bank account mein paise rakhte hain maan lo bank aapko 5% deti hai interest right aapne आपको पाँच परसेंट इंटरेस्ट देती है वो बैंक में दिखाई देगा कि आपने सौ डॉलर सौ डॉलर डाला था एंड ऑफ द ईयर एक सौ पाँच हो गया बट mm-hmm. आपको उसके साथ एक टैक्स स्लिप भी मिलेगा mm-hmm. जो लोगों को पता नहीं है जिस पे mm-hmm. आप टैक्स दे रहे हो वो पाँच परसेंट जो पाँच डॉलर की कमाई थी उस mm-hmm. पर भी आप टैक्स दे रहे हो लेकिन आर के अंदर जो पाँच डॉलर की कमाई होती है उस पर टैक्स नहीं देते हैं टैक्स एक साथ जब आप निकालोगे तब देना पड़ता है राइट सो मनी विल ग्रो फास्टर इन साइड एन आर आर एस पी देन इन अंपल बैंक अकाउंट इवन दो दू माइट बी इन्वेस्टेड इन द सेम टूल इंटरेस्ट रेट हो या म्यूचुअल फंड हो इट विल ग्रो फास्टर बिकॉज द आर आर एस पी मनी देर इज नो टैक्स डिडक्टेड ऑन द गेन थैंक यू सो मच यूर वेलकम सो इट्स वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट टू अंडरस्टैंड ये छोटी छोटी चीज़ें आर आर एस पी लाइक यू नो आई नो यू ऑलवेज कर्स्ट की आर आर एस पी ठीक नहीं है मेरे को टैक्स देने पड़ रहे हैं अभी राइट लेकिन ये देखो कि कितना टैक्स बचाया था आई अंडरस्टैंड वेर यूर कमिंग फ्राम बट आई थिंक एज यू मैंशन कि हर एक इंसान की सिचुएशन डिफरेंट होती है my situation was totally different no i'm just giving you yeah. as an example so yeah i i was making money at that time and i was um, paying big taxes too paying the taxes as well but had you so given a choice like i have people who say for estate planning nahi mere bacche ko unko padhai ho gayi hai they are self sufficient they don't need chal ye insurance policy cancel kar do maine kaha the insurance policy has many needs hmm. many requirements that it can fulfill hmm. so when you have a permanent life insurance policy it also acts as a tool on death not only does the person get tax free money your beneficiary but you can use that tax free money to pay your uh, terminal tax returns without liquidating other assets this if you're a wealthy person right you die and your terminal tax returns 
um, you file that, you know, your estate person files all the taxes and they say, okay, you now owe the government $500,000. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you owe the government five hundred thousand. There you go. So now, where is that money going to come from? The fact that you owe the government five hundred thousand—that means you have some assets, right? Right. So you don't. It is not your wish to sell these assets to pay the five hundred to the government. Right. Wouldn't you rather have your kids or your favorite choice of charity get yes, that money that's as, right. a, as opposed to going to the government, which is yes. like a black hole? Of course, the government does a lot of good things, but it's not what maybe you are interested in. Mm. So these sort of planning tools allow you to have control over what happens with your money. Who do you want it to go to? You can't, as they say, you can't escape death or taxes. No, right? those you two can't. things you can't. But you can definitely direct and minimize your taxes so that the wealth is directed to the places you want it to be directed mm-hmm. by donations. Mm-hmm. So when you have a life insurance policy, your kids are well settled and you're paying premiums into it. Why do I pay into it? What do you, well, the whole purpose, what was the purpose of this life insurance? If it was only to protect your kids, then yeah, you don't need to pay into it. But... What about all the assets or the taxes that you're going to pay when you pass away, if you've done well? If you've got nothing, then fine. <laughs> don't keep it, hmm. right? If everyone is settled and you don't have a lot of estate, there's not going to be any taxes. Keep it simple, hmm. right? You can get rid of that hmm. because life insurance is not for you. It's for the people you leave behind. So if you're a single person, why do you need life insurance? Yeah, you then? don't need it. Right? Unless you want to save the money on your estate instead of paying the taxes, mm-hmm. You pay to a charity, a cause that you are fond of or that you want, that you are committed to, you know, freedom, democracy, environment, women's rights, whatever it is that you are passionate about. So you can use, even after your death, that money to be directed there accordingly. And remember, when you, when you give to charity on, uh, at the end of life, after you pass away, it reduces your tax burden too mm-hmm. because it's considered a donation, right? And life insurance has become so sophisticated, you can have uh, the beneficiary of your life insurance policy be a charitable so organization. Then organization. Yeah. So you keep paying into it and, you know, you get a tax break at the end of it all. So right. these tools are very sophisticated. But for our average newcomer, first thing, save the money. Hmm. A lot of people save the money and leave it in the bank. Hmm. So you're paying $6,000 in taxes every year for this person who's earning $45,000 a year. And they are basically, that six is gone. Yeah. So that means they're living without that six. How do you get some of that six back? Hmm. And how do you invest it? Mm -hmm. That is the key thing to understand in planning. Uh, We've got a caller on line four. Yeah. Line four, how are you doing? I'm well. How are you doing? Fine, thank you, G. Um, I wanted to ask two questions. Um, what if somebody's self-employed? Do they also have like um, some sort of room? Oh yes, of course. So you see, when you're self-employed, um, you have to declare that you're self-employed in your taxes, right? You declare your earnings. So right. when you declare your earnings and file your taxes, it's automatically generated. Yeah, Preeti, eighteen percent. 18% of that amount that you've earned, so say you declare a small amount or whatever it is you're declaring, you, it automatically generates 18% of that can be um, saved as an RRSP. You get RRSP room. But remember, as a self-employed person, what everyone does is, is that if they, 
when you're self-employed, you have the cost of being employed, right? So you can write off all the expenses that help you generate the money. So, so if you write off everything, then you're not paying tax as much. Then your RSP, that's the price you pay. RSP room is going to be less, but you're not paying any taxes, right? So if you're earning 100000 and you've got $80,000 of expenses, legitimate expenses, they're only going to tax you on 20000 So if some people are taking income as dividends, not as salary, so it would also qualify in a similar way? No. Dividend income is not eligible for RSP. So okay. it is better to take a salary in many ways, though you, 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 the dividends, you, you know, business owners prefer to take dividends. Uh, I prefer to do both, right? Uh, I will take a salary because it adds to my CPP. Um, okay. And, you know, but, um, and then I'll take dividends if I need to uh, get extra money. But the only way to build up your CPP and your EI is to have a salary because say you want to go buy a house, you want to go, you know, everyone looks at your credit and they look at your tax returns. So right. if you don't have any of these needs and you've already reached a stage in your life where you don't really want to borrow money from anybody, then reduce your taxes as much as you can with expenses. Right? So uh, am I in a position to ask another question? Or Absolutely, I'm go ahead. Other people up? No, no, it's okay, go ahead. Okay, so another question I had for you, you mentioned something about the estate. Yes. So when somebody passes away, you're taxed on the, if the estate is given in as an inheritance to the children, how oh. would that work? Okay, so I'll explain to you. In Canada, what happens is the day you pass, everything you own is deemed disposed at market value. The kids okay. never pay any taxes, but your will has to be probated, right? Probate means that the government is going to take everything in your name. I'm just putting it very simply and put it according to your will in the name of your children. So there's a process. Anything that goes through probate, there is a probate fee. It's, I think, 1.4% in BC, right? Okay. So not only that. Now, your will basically, remember I said everything you own is deemed disposed at market value, except your TFSA and your, uh, your uh, primary residence. If you have assets other than your TFSA and primary residence, they look at the market value of that. It comes in as income. It is deemed disposed. That means even though you haven't sold it, it is considered sold so that the government can determine how much taxes you owe on your terminal tax return. So Canada is a country that doesn't have a death tax. Otherwise, you have a death tax in most countries. Right? So in Canada, you only have to file a terminal tax return. So you have your primary residence worth, say, a million dollars. You don't have to worry about that at all. But you have, say, a secondary property, and you bought it for $500,000. When you passed away, it was worth a million dollars. There was $500 of profit. Half of that, 250 will come in as income into your last tax return. And if you have more properties, each of those will come in. If you have your RRSP, so when you say someone has an untimely death and the RRSP has $500,000 in it, that $500,000 comes into the estate. Now, if you have a spouse, you can have, between, between husband and wife, there is, you can just roll over. There's no taxes to be paid. But the moment you pass your stuff to your kids, you have to file the terminal tax returns. Kids will get it tax-free. They will not have to pay any taxes. But 
your estate executor has to file the taxes, pay the taxes owing, and then the balance goes to the kids or the beneficiaries. Okay, that's a bummer, right? <laughs> well, it's better than, in, in most cases, it's better than the tax. Uh, this is why planning is important. That's why you plan to have a permanent life insurance policy that'll end up paying $500,000, depending on whatever your situation is, how much. You, you know, one can estimate what taxes you're going to be paying based on where you are today, right? It's a mathematical right. calculation. It cannot, may not be accurate. You might go down. You might become even more wealthier by leaps and bounds. But if you do some basic planning, the cost to buy a permanent life insurance policy to pay your taxes at the end is much cheaper than just selling one of the assets. Like in, 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 in our community, we have a lot of builders. They make a lot of money just turning over properties or buying properties and selling them. But they don't realize that they're generating wealth and the wealth is growing. And at the end of life, there will be a huge burden on it. So I say, okay, instead of keep buying properties, buy one large life insurance po policy and consider it a property because it grows just as much as a property does. If you, however, the life insurance um, is there sort of a restriction at what age you can get it, or no, you can get it at any age. You can get it at any age, but it's based on your health and your age. So the cost of it is based on that. So if a 20 year, 20 year old buys a permanent participating life policy for a million dollars, say they pay only 300 bucks a month, and a 55 year old buys it, they'll be paying $3,000 a month, right? So you can buy it at any age as long as you're healthy, then they will sell it to you. But if there's anything wrong, they either won't sell it to you or they will uh, charge you extra for it. Right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, we didn't take our break. So, okay. Uh, shall we take a short break and Absolutely. then come back? Or, or do you want to um, you know, expand on her questions? Well, no, it's, it's fine. We can take a break and I'll just expand and I'll close with that. Okay, lovely. Okay. We'll take a very short commercial break sure. then. Spice Radio and Radio Ranjins and Ryan Gapshapka program here. Anita, goodbye, Kenny Wali, because we have only two minutes. Okay, I just wanted to conclude for young people who are immigrating new into this country, hmm. see a, a proper, um, you know, insurance advisor right. uh, and money manager right? so that you can start building something. People who are in the stage where they are planning, you know, they're older, they're, or they're going to go into retirement, start, start planning for estate, right? And look at your wills. Uh, make sure you make a will. Hmm. Make sure you are, the Wills Variation Act is, you know, it, it has become complicated. If you die without a will, it's, it's, it's a lot of problems for anyone who's left behind. That's right. So write and, your will. And there are different uh, policies and rules and regulations have also come in. Exactly. Always remember, whenever you can name a beneficiary for any, any asset of yours, please name them because that will bypass probate. Okay. Right? So there are certain things you can name and certain things you cannot name a beneficiary for. Right. Right? So in an RRSP, you can name your wife as a beneficiary. Okay. Please name her as a beneficiary or whoever, him, you oh, know, your spouse. Whatever. Yeah. So these are just a few of the things people need to be aware of. Uh, and small things matter. Because when you come to this country, it's very hard. Everyone struggles. I think the average period is about three years. You're yes. struggling, right? That's true. Before you can find a foothold, you, found, you got lucky, you found a job, or you found another way of making money, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. e this country takes at least three years of your life. <laughs> 
of uh, easily easily you know to reestablish so but it also gives you opportunities it gives you the law that you should understand it gives you uh, you know uh, the breaks that you should utilize uh, the fact that they have created the rsp the fact that they have created the tfsa it's not on a women fancy mm-hmm. it is something that they believe and history and data has shown is a requirement please utilize it you can reduce your taxes buy the rsp today even if you're going to pay taxes tomorrow okay my mantra okay i don't have to because i'm over 70 yes <laughs> yes yes you should be contributing to your tfsa <laughs> that's right everybody should be contributing to the tfsa with that we come to the end of our show thank you so very much anita ji for answering all the questions it's a pleasure and we'll see you on the 25th ah uh, you're going to be around right yes of course i absolutely. am absolutely <laughs> yes, I'm not going to die before that. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> Stay tuned for the drive home. <laughs> okay, that was a private joke. Stay tuned for the drive home grind with DJ Flight right here on Spice Radio with Maya and your requests with Nutan on Radio Ramjim. Okay. <laughs>